Force. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And I'm starting out the episode this week with a health news. This is from CBS News. The headline is, College student sews face masks designed for the deaf and hard of hearing community. College senior Ashley Lawrence noticed that many people have started making their own face masks due to the shortage of medical supplies amid the coronavirus crisis, but she didn't see any masks designed for the deaf and hard of hearing community, so she decided to sew them herself. So she posted some photos on social media of her design, and I will show you it, the picture. It has a transparent... Okay, that's what I was wondering. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, because a lot of people who are deaf or hard of hearing rely on lip reading. And Correct. masks make that difficult. Yes. Obviously, the masks cover a lot of your face and Including your mouth. mouth. <laughs> so if someone's lip reading, they can't see what you're saying. Um, so she came up with a design that has like a clear panel over the mouth part um, and then cloth like around it so that... Um, Anyone using a mask with someone in that community can can use this option, and then they can still see, they can still communicate with their mouth that way. So, um, this also ensures people are better able to see facial expressions of the wearer in general, which is important for those communicating using American Sign Language. I learned. So. Oh yeah, that would make sense. So Lawrence said, um, a lot of people have reached out to ask for one of her masks after she posted the designs online. Um, on uh, social media and she has a group that's like involved in this project of making these and they're going to be sending out the pattern and a tutorial on how to make them. It didn't say exactly where, but she's going to try to distribute it so that people can make these themselves if they want to. Okay. I just thought that was interesting. It's a variation on the, the mask. Everyone's trying to figure out how to make on yeah. their own. <laughs> I, I still haven't figured out how to make one. I think I know how to make one that's very crude, but yeah, I have like yeah. I have this mask already. It's I mean it's not really a mask. It's like a it's like a piece of fabric you put <laughs> I don't know how to describe this well. And it probably has a name that I'm not thinking of. It's almost like like one of those infinity scarves where it's like a big piece of fabric, but this it but it's like a tight piece of oh, fabric. Oh, it's like that, a yeah, it's like a snow, like a scheme, a kind skiing, of, yeah. like a neck it's, mask it's thing. Not, I, I don't know if it's meant for that or not, but like I, I use it when I'm cleaning my bathroom because I have like this shower spray that like makes me cough if I don't wear something over my face. Oh, <laughs> so that's, that's what I have it for. And I'm just like, I don't know if I would be comfortable wearing that out in public because it doesn't like, it looks threatening. <laughs> And is it black? Yeah, it's black and it like goes and it goes all the way down my neck and like it would I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like those we have a couple of those for skiing. Yeah, and I'm like, is that okay to wear? And that's I just, actually like, a good point. I just don't like, know if I would like I'm sure it's good protection. I mean, as good a protection as any other cloth. I don't think mask. someone's gonna think that's threatening. That's like that's but that's what I'm like, I'm just like it it looks really intimidating. <laughs> Like, when I wear it, I feel very weird. <laughs> like, even looking at myself in the mirror, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you feel really uncomfortable wearing it, then maybe find another yeah, option. But, but I just, like, I don't I think, know what else I should use. I, I just, I don't think people are going to be, like, judging others on what type of face covering they have. That's now, fair, because we're now, all like, kind of improvising right yeah, now. Yeah, like, now, yeah, there's there's probably some terrible people out there that would judge someone else for, like, oh, Oh, what yeah. type of mask is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's an I, entire I conversation think... around there that I do not think we are equipped to talk about. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, uh, that's actually it's a good. I'm I'm just thinking because I have some of those for for skiing. Like I said, like they're right. like they're I supposed like to be like neck warmers that you can pull up over your mouth. It would like quote unquote work in that it would. Yeah. Like, it covers I mean, the nose and like covers all the. It's and, like the and same as making and, a homemade right. cloth thing. Yeah. It, it would work as well as that. Right. In theory. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that it doesn't really do a whole lot. So. I was talking to my mom over the weekend and she had the idea of using a, um, like a cloth, just like a cloth napkin and like folding it up mm-hmm. and just, um, cause it, that it's already in like a square, right. You know, shape. Yeah. So cause it's like that's really a lot of what to, the, a lot of the patterns show you to just use a square of fabric. So it seems right. like that would It's like, so sense. you don't have to like cut up a t-shirt or something like you can just mm-hmm. use that. And then, um, there's, um, I saw this, this nifty way that you can just use like hair ties and it's like a no sew version right. that you can just fold the stuff around and like do it. So like, I was thinking of maybe trying to do that and then maybe like trying to sew it in like, I don't know anyway, but yeah, I haven't done it yet. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a whole, whole new area of crafting expertise that none of us thought we would need. <laughs> it is. It is. My first story is technology news. This is from The Verge. Facebook launches an app for couples to talk to each other. Wait, what? (laughs) I saw this. I saw this and I knew I must talk about it. Please Um, tell me more. So first Facebook. 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 (laughs) Oh, boy. Can we just call it Facebook? Facebook. First, Facebook launched a dating feature, and now a small group within the company has launched an app designed for couples. Uh, Facebook's new product experimentation team came up with an app called Tuned, like T-U-N-E-D, and yeah, okay. um, which encourages couples to create a social network between just each other. <laughs> Strange. Um. From the iOS-only app, they can share their mood, exchange music, and create a digital scrapbook. Uh, The app connects to Spotify for music sharing, and a couple can send each other photos, notes, cards, and voice memos. (laughs) Instead of, I don't know, talking in real life. (laughs) Uh, They can also use custom stickers and reactions. It's free to use and seemingly doesn't actually require a Facebook account. So... That's Why something. is this any different than just texting the person? I don't know. Like, I think the article po- pointed out something very similar to that. Just like any messaging app essentially has the same functionality. <laughs> um, the, uh, the new product experimentation team, which launched last summer, has already created a meme-making app, which I think we've actually talked about on the show before. Um, it was called Whale, which I didn't actually remember the name, but... I definitely oh, okay. recognized like some of the screenshots of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they also created something similar to Pinterest that's called Hobby with an I instead of a Y, um, I which roll. I've never heard of. So apparently, it's not getting marketed very strongly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I saw that headline. And it's, like, it's like, do you need an app for that? Do you need a separate app to talk to your like significant other? I am. I am trying. To come up with a reason why that app would be needed in someone's life. Right. And I cannot. If you have the capability, if you have a, a, a smartphone mm-hmm. with apps on it. Yes. 
you probably already have multiple ways you that you def- can communicate. You definitely already have multiple ways, I think. You can like, call the person. Yes. You can text the person. Yes. Facebook already has Facebook Messenger if you really want to be on Facebook True. to talk to the person. You can send stickers. You can share you can video Spotify. Chat. You can do video chat. Why do we need a whole new messaging for this? You don't. Okay. <laughs> I well, think that answers um, that. It said you could create a scrapbook with the person. Yeah, that's something, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you also could like just make like a shared album with them, right? Like right. using some other. Or you could make a scrapbook in real life. I don't or know. Or you could like be in the real world, yeah, and like make yeah. things. I don't know. I I can't just I can't justify his existence. So, but luckily, <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> okay, my next story is entertainment news. This is from Engadget. The headline is, Netflix's Space Force spoof starring Steve Carell arrives on May 29th. Have you heard about this? I act- Yeah, I saw, I saw a post about it, I think, on Facebook or something today. And the cast sounds so good. Yep. Um, so this is going to be a spoof television show inspired by the Space Force. And it's going to be called Space Force. Solid name. Um, And it's co-created by Steve Carell, and he is the lead in it, which I'm super excited about because I Mm -hmm. love everything he does. Um, uh, And this says, the show will follow Carell as a fictional four-star general, Mark Naird, who dreams of running the Air Force but is assigned to lead the newly formed Space Force. Celebrities involved include Lisa Kudrow, John Malkovich, Ben Schwartz, and Tawny Newsom. Yes. And I'm sure the be a bunch of other yeah you know i think you named people all the, that we know i think you named the three that i was really excited about so. um yeah and it's just they're all in the space force and it's comedy and it sounds funny <laughs> just seems like the turnaround time on this is is very shocking <laughs> like the time to make and i saw some screenshots of it it looks like a well-produced show like it's not just something shot on like an iphone or something so I just, yeah. I'm just surprised they were able to put something together so quickly. Like, wasn't this, honestly, I have yeah, no idea I don't what, actually know when, when the Space Force was announced or anything. I don't know or either. When anything happened it, it was like, anymore. I know, everything's melding together and it's just like, <laughs> what day is it? What year is it? Yeah. Um, I don't know when, yeah, I don't know. Recently, but yeah. they, unless maybe they had this concept already kind of in their minds from like, when it was mentioned before. Well, yeah, because it was definitely mentioned before it was officially announced, yes. too. So yeah, yeah. maybe they just kind of ran with that. and That could know. have been. But I'll have to Steve say, Carell's it's impressive doing that it, it happened so quickly, and I kind yeah. of definitely want to watch it. Yeah, May 29th is the release date, so yeah. mark that down. Yeah, I was excited to see John Ralphio is involved. John Ralphio! Well, Ben Schwartz, but... well. I, I can never not think of him as John Ralphio. I always also think of him as John Ralph, Ralphio. Cause and Phoebe from Friends is also in it. Well, speaking of space, my next story is space news. This is from CNET. NASA contemplates turning a moon crater into a giant, powerful telescope. Whoa. How are they going to do that? <laughs> 
well, it sounds more like they will be figuring that out. <laughs> that oh. It's more of an announcement that they're going to look into it. Oh, okay. Uh, so NASA has selected a lunar crater radio telescope idea to receive funding through its NASA Innovative Advanced Concepts Program, uh, the agency announced on Tuesday of this week. Uh, Subtarshi Bandiopadhyay, I hope I didn't, I, I'm sure I butchered that, but I'm sorry. Um, a robotics technologist at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory is the mind behind the moon dream. <laughs> their, their words, not mine. Uh, the mind behind the, the moon, moon dream. dream. I want like a poster of that. I feel like it'd be a good book title. Yeah. Um, making it happen would require sending robots to the far side of the moon and using machines to deploy a wire mesh over a crater. Uh, his proposal lists the benefits of locating a telescope on the far side of the moon, including that, qu- I'm about to quote this, and I'm sorry because I don't know what a lot of this means. Uh, the moon acts as a physical shield that isolates the lunar surface telescope from radio interferences slash noises from Earth-based sources, ionosphere, Earth-orbiting satellites, and the sun's radio noise during the lunar night. So I think what that means is by having it on the far side of the moon, it would be protected from interference from Earth and the sun. I think. Okay. But I also don't know what a lot of those words Or what those words together mean. So, The moon rotates, though, right? Yeah, but the side facing us is always the same. It rotates at the same speed. Like, so such that it, like, is always facing us. That's why there's, like, a far side of the moon. Right, okay. So they would put this on that That far side? side? Yeah, because so it would be facing away from Earth, and, like, so Earth would never be interfering with this thing. Okay, but it would still end up... Facing the sun, though. At some point, yeah. 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 But so not the I don't Earth, which has a lot more lag. Well, no, not more, but I have no idea. I'm going to stop talking about this. Well, <laughs> I don't know about radio interference. The, the sun is on the other side of the Earth. No, wait. Hold on. Oh, God. I'm going to say something <laughs> so stupid right now. The moon, is if on, it's always facing the Earth, right? Right. It's going to be in between the Earth and the sun at sometimes. Right. And in those times, yes. this thing is going to be facing the sun. How it close works, yes. Okay. Right. So it's going to get into. I was just like, I'm reading, it says the sun's radio noise during the lunar night. So like, I guess the lunar night is when the moon is, when the moon's far side is facing away from the sun. The lunar night. Oh, that's the lunar night. Okay. Okay. I think that's what they're saying. Okay. I see. Okay. That makes sense. I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to, I was just trying to understand. I understand. Yeah. No, trust me. I'm also trying to get it. Anyway. Space is complicated. Basically putting it far away from earth. That makes sense. Good. Thumbs up. Love it. Yep. Uh, the, moon, the Moon Telescope Project is one of 23 concepts that received part of a $7 million investment through this Advanced Concepts Program. Uh, the Phase 1 award consists of $125,000 to fund a nine-month study of each idea. Um, other concepts included investigating solar sails, uh, which I think are like using a sail, essentially, that is powered by like solar winds i think whoa i think i've heard this before i don't actually i don't know, know anything about that i don't really either and that's i i've heard the word solar sail before hmm. i'm not 100 percent on what it is but i think it would be like you could have you could use a sail to kind of direct like a satellite once it's already in orbit because it wouldn't be like a fast method of travel but you could use it to influence its direction 
again, I'm not like, hmm. or maybe this it's powered by like heat. And so like you, it's based on like where the sun is facing. I'm not really sure. Um, another one, lunar landing, landing pads, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and a uh, robotic explorer for Saturn's moon Enceladus, which I've never heard of, but I'm sure it's great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I didn't actually realize that NASA had this program, but it sounds like yeah. basically they just a bunch just of kind people of that like just come up with ideas. I don't want to say like far flung, like because they're all grounded ideas, but like kind of out there ideas for new space programs and new projects. I think that that's great that they have a group of people doing that. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it's like okay, here let's actually set aside a group that doesn't have limitations of like what we're doing now and right. what we're like currently thinking or what we about. think we're capable of or what doing. we think we're yeah exactly like let's have a group of people just think about like oh what if we try to do this you know like and just out there cool ideas right yeah that's nice space space okay my next story is technology news this is from the new york post the headline is, car company designs ventilator using windshield wiper motor for COVID-19 treatment. Oh. So our newest update in companies repurposing their existing technology, <laughs> Spanish automaker Seat, S-E-A-T, that's the name of the company. Um, to the point? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm not, it's part of a car. It's part of a car. It's, you sit in it. What is a car but just a, a seat on shell wheels. around a seat? Yeah. Um, they have quickly developed a ventilator for the coronavirus fight that uses car parts and is being built on one of its automotive assembly lines near Barcelona. Working from an open source design, the VW owned company's engineers repurposed a windshield wiper motor to operate the device's pump. Seat said it went through 13 prototype stages over the past two weeks before finalizing the design, which shares 90% of its materials with, um, the Leon compact car model that's normally manufactured at that facility. So they were able to repurpose a lot of their existing stuff. Um, They collaborated with the University of Barcelona and several of its automotive suppliers on the project, along with a number of medical outfits and the Spanish government. Uh, The Spanish equivalent to the FDA has authorized it for clinical trials at this point, um, and SEAT said it had the uh, capability to build up to 300 per day once it's approved. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And this article also said that Ford and General Motors have also started work manufacturing ventilators from existing medical designs, but, like, reincorporating parts that they already have also. Um, and then, supposedly, Tesla is also supposed to be working on some type of prototype, but they haven't. I don't think they're as far along, or they haven't at least announced as many details about that project. So, hmm. well, would it be the first time Tesla like promises something and it takes a while for it to come out? <laughs> yeah. So, um, also, I bet a lot of their materials are like non-standard and like weird and yeah. custom and I don't yeah, know, just different. Probably. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's the next industry that is about to start changing what they're producing, which I think is kind of incredible, honestly. Yeah. No, um, I mean, if. If this whole thing has shown like one thing, it's that companies are really capable capable of like innovating under pressure and also just innovating for the sake of the good of humanity, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I agree, yeah. and it is pretty sweet. Yeah, and I don't know. It just shows that 
people are very versatile and adaptable. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's no vodka into hand sanitizer, but, you know, it's pretty good. But it's something. My next story is entertainment news. This is from The Verge. Disney Plus surpasses 50 million subscribers. Wow. I wonder why. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. So Disney Plus has surpassed 50 million subscribers, which is up more than 22 million since the last time they disclosed numbers about two months ago. Uh, Their new subscriber numbers follow a series of rollouts in international territories, including the UK, France, India, Germany, Italy, Spain, Austria, and Switzerland. So a lot of countries. Uh, To compare, Netflix has 167 million subscribers around the world. So they've got like almost a third. Disney Plus has almost a third of Netflix's at this point. Wow. Which is a lot lot given how new the company is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hulu, Disney's other streaming service, only has 30 million subscribers. But Hulu also currently only operates in the U.S. Wait, Disney owns Hulu? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's why you can get – I think there's like a – package you can get where it's like disney plus plus hulu oh plus some i think national geographic why didn't they just release all their stuff on hulu then i don't know (laughs) okay all right that's a separate conversation i don't know um uh disney is looking at an international route of hulu beginning in 2021 so they also want to get that into the out into an international market maybe it's just because like hulu's primary like more generally aimed at an older audience, or a lot of it's it's a different is yeah the material the general material on Hulu is a is yeah it's different. Where it seems like Disney Plus they're pr- sticking pretty closely to family friendly material only. I didn't see the Mandalorian. I don't know if that had like well, it's all, the Dis- I mean or, Disney Plus only has Disney owned right. content, whereas mm-hmm. Hulu has like a bunch of different things. That's more like whereas it's Hulu TV also shows. only has Disney owned content. Yeah. Since it's, it's all, <laughs> <laughs> since it's owned by Disney, but or like Disney. Yeah. I know. I you know, know create you stuff created by Disney kind right. of stuff is on Disney plus and Hulu has like a, a wide variety of stuff on there. So it's mm. not, their image is a little bit different. Like their brand I think is a little different. Yeah. So, so I, I guess it does kind of make sense to keep them separate. Like, but I, don't, yeah. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Also, either. you can charge people for two different services. That's probably part of it, too. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. <laughs> the company is also expecting a bump in domestic subscribers around the premiere of highly anticipated series from Marvel and Lucasfilm. Uh, new titles, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think that's one title, is set to premiere in August. And WandaVision is premiering in, in uh, December. And a season two of The Mandalorian is coming in October. So... <sighs> A lot of stuff coming that cool. they expect. I, I'm I still haven't subscribed to Disney Plus, but I'm tempted for the Marvel shows if they're anything like the Netflix Marvel shows were because I yeah. loved those. Those were so good. I was so sad that they got canceled, but also I can't imagine them being anything like the Netflix shows because those were often hyper violent, and that just seems kind of not on brand for Disney Plus. But who knows? Mm, I'm probably going to yeah. wait to see reviews. Um, They've also Disney Plus has also seen a swath of activity in the last few weeks. Frozen 2 and Onward were brought to the streaming service early. I don't think Onward was even out in theaters for very long before yeah, stuff started, I don't think shooting, so. started shutting down. Right. Um, I haven't seen either of those. Um, I think you can get Onward also on um, Amazon because they have like a special like movies that would be in theaters thing in I Amazon think Prime. You might be right. I think I heard that. 
somewhere. Yeah, I think I I think I saw it on there. I, I don't know if Onward's in there, but yeah, they have like movies that are like these would have been in theaters movies, <laughs> basically that you can you can pay. I mean, it's more expensive, but you can still pay to see it and like stream it there too. Right. I think I saw Onward on there too. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I want to watch. <laughs> well, I you know I'm just saying. I haven't decided. Uh, I do really like Tom Holland, but um, I don't know if that's reason enough to watch an animated movie. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus is in that too. I think. Yeah, but it's it's Pixar, isn't it? Or no? Is it just? Yeah, Disney? it's a Pixar movie, so it should be phenomenal. They're, they're usually good. So, um, uh, Artemis Fowl, which was also originally set to have a theatrical release, is now going to de- is also going to debut on Disney Plus as a streaming exclusive. Oh. so that's another one that changed. I read those. Did books. Did you read those books? Yeah, I love those books. I loved those books growing up. Yeah, I don't remember much about them. I just remember really enjoying them. Same, actually. I had a fifth grade teacher who one day I helped her like clean up her class room after school or something. I think like my I don't remember why I was oh because I was like I was in like latchkey, so I was just there anyway. Um, oh, and she like afterwards her reward for me was she got like this box of new books and she just was like pick out two books and that was one of them was the first Artemis Fowl book. Like, <sighs> It's a very, very vivid memory in my head of like picking that one out and like, and, and then I read that and I think I read, I think I read two others in the series. I think there were more, but anyway, I don't know if I'm going to see the movie. (laughs) (laughs) We should watch it. I would watch it because it's like, it's nostalgic for me too. Yeah. It would probably be mostly me just watching it going, oh yeah, that's what what this (laughs) is about. Because I, again, I I remember there's like, it's like a boy detective. Well, it's like this boy, but he has like all this high tech stuff. Right. And he's He's like like super smart. He has like security cameras and stuff set up and he like knows how to like build all this technology. And he has like a butler And he's like proving that like fairies and leprechauns exist or something. It's like. Yeah. There's like a fantastical element. Yeah. It's really good. (laughs) It was, it was a really cool series. Yeah. But yeah. So good for Disney plus, I guess. Uh, they haven't gotten me yet. Yeah, but, actually, me. I'm not subscribed either. But. but maybe they will soon. I don't know. It's hard to say. All right. It's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Masks. Ready, set, go! go! Okay. I found this on UPI, where I often find... <laughs> Breaking news, but the headline is Sheep enjoy themselves on empty playground in Wales. And this is like the cutest thing I've seen all week. It's like someone, um, a Welsh farmer got a video of this flock of sheep like playing on a deserted playground, like a kid's playground. Okay. Like, and they like found one of those, like, I don't know what it's called, like a merry go round? Yeah, but a small, like, manual one. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, not like a one at you at a carnival, but like one that's on a playground. Like oh, a, I always call that a merry-go-round too. But. Oh, is that what you? I don't know what those are. Do you call this a merry-go-round? Yeah, that's probably know. what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a child. There was there was there. one at an ice cream place I used to go to as a kid, and that we always called it the merry-go-round. I don't know if a that's turny what it's actually thingy. called. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's a spinny thing with handles on it. Yes, the spin just, the spinny thing. The sheep are playing on it. Like they got on it and they're pushing themselves around on the thing. That is so wild. And there's it's it's a video. I'll show it to you. Okay. I want to see it. Wow. They definitely are. Okay. (laughs) That is so weird. He's got like two of them just on it and then the other one's pushing them around. Uh Uh-huh. I wonder if they're enjoying themselves. (laughs) 
<laughs> if they understand what's going on. Well, I, like, sheep are smart. That's true. Actually, like, yeah. they, my grandparents used to have a flock of sheep, and they, like, named the sheep and would call them, actually, like, by their names. Like, they would, like, come up to my grandpa. Like, he would call one of the sheep's names, and that sheep would, like, come up to him. That's wild. So, I don't know. They They have a... You know, people make jokes about sheep as in, like, they just follow each other, which is, like, also true. Like, right. they also do that stuff. <laughs> and they, they, like, do kind of, like, not smart things as Wake a group. Wake up sheeple. Like, <laughs> like, in group settings. So that stuff is all true. But, like, as an individual animal, like, they're actually pretty intelligent. Like, hmm. I would not be surprised if they figured out how to, like, actually play on this thing and we're just, like, having fun on it. Like, All right. Well, go sheep. That was just such a cute video. You guys have to all watch it. <laughs> Obviously, it'll be in the link that we post. But Highly recommended. Turn off the sound. this is from tmz one of my favorite sources uh cardi b and fashion nova team up to give away one thousand dollars per hour to families impacted by covid19 whoa um so the article says cardi b and fashion nova are stepping up with a stimulus package of their own giving away a thousand dollars per hour to families struggling through the pandemic uh, Cardi announced on Wednesday that she and the fashion line she represents will uh, give away a total of $1 million beginning um, Wednesday, April 8th, which is today when we're recording, and continuing through May 20th. Um, if anyone was wondering how many hours that would be. <laughs> it is April 8th to May 20th hours. Uh, That's a lot of hours. Yeah, and it's a million dollars, so... Uh, Kind of puts it in perspective also how much a million dollars is. But uh, Richard Sagan, founder and CEO of Fashion Nova, says people are struggling to pay rent, buy food, uh, medicine, and other essentials for them and their families. We all feel compassion and concern for those affected by the virus. Uh, Fashion Nova Cares with Cardi B will provide people with necessary relief to help them get through this crisis. As a a community-driven brand, we are inspired by the kindness and generosity of others, and we wanted to do our part to help those in need. So, I mean, pretty... uh, Generic message, but good, yeah, <laughs> and very nice and and kind, and and you just you just love to see brands and celebrities like this putting their resources to a good cause. Um, yeah, yeah. To qualify for the money, people will need to visit fashionnova.com/cares uh, to share their stories and information. The group will then choose twenty four people a day for the duration of the program. Wow. Which yeah, so that's awesome. That's a really. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um. So, wait, I'm, I'm sorry if you said this. Where is the money coming from? It's just from Cardi B. I it's think. just their their yeah, money? Cardi B. And, I, and Fashion Nova, it sounds like, is like a brand she rep, represents. So, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought that was like another person maybe. but Oh, no. Fashion Nova is a, is a brand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I assume money will be coming from both of them. So. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Really, that's really incredible. Nice little cause there. And yeah, so if anyone is listening and, and thinks... They, and and like might need some help or something too. You could always share your story at that website. Yeah, so. that's that's so nice to hear. Like people doing stuff like that, just like really concrete stuff to just help. Yeah, Cardi people. B has been a bright spot during this in multiple ways. I I know I sent you that one video of like somebody made like yeah. a mix of her like screaming about coronavirus, <laughs> but like set it to a beat, and it's yeah. actually a really good it's song. Really catchy. It's it's, just, I think it's on Spotify actually. If you search, it is. On, it, yes, yeah. it is on Spotify. <laughs> if you search for coronavirus, Cardi B, you'll find it. It's very catchy. Yeah. Um, 
and very pertinent right <laughs> in this time yes so highly recommend that too <laughs> all right that's our show thanks for listening everybody we post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews and on Twitter at, at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.